Welcome to the 101 Solutions Podcast. 101 Solutions is an operations and technology strategy consulting company. 101 exists to accelerate your potential. They achieve success through customized solutions using their industry-proven methods for your business. Hi, everyone. I'm Frank Smigelski from 101 Solutions, and I'm here today with Greg Stevenson and Jeremy Hillary. We're all part of the supply chain practice here at 101 Solutions, and today we wanted to talk about supply chain resiliency. COVID-19 has dramatically impacted supply chains of many companies around the globe. There's a lot of discussion about supply chain resiliency, but what does that really mean? As we were preparing for this discussion, Greg made a pretty strong case that we should be talking about value chain resiliency instead. Greg, can you tell everybody why you think value chain resiliency is the better point of view? Yeah, Frank, I'd be glad to. You know, I think um, often we hear people talk about supply chain resiliency, and I think we're being a little bit myopic when we do that and selling ourselves short. I think you need to look at the whole value chain. It's really key about what drives your process as much as, uh, as it is about how you manufacture it. And if you've got good inputs, then you can have a good manufacturing process. It's that old adage of garbage in, garbage out. So it's really key. Jeremy, you had some thoughts around the overall concept of resiliency. Could you share those? Sure can. Uh, Resiliency means toughness and ability to recover quickly. COVID-19 impact has amplified thinking beyond just productivity and cost to balance efficiency and effectiveness end-to-end. A good example, multiple supply points for raw materials, part and finished goods. I can think of an example from the past where manufacturing and materials management teams were measured separately and on cost. This resulted in materials being sourced from Taiwan, with production executed in Turkey for the European market. A few cents cost savings added more than 30 days into the supply chain, with unfavorable bottom line impacts. That's a great example. So now let's dive into a few specific topics around value chain resiliency. We want to talk about how we at 101 Solutions think about those. And Greg, I'm going to ask you to kick us off again with your thoughts around product. Sure. Um, You know, along with the important opportunities that you have to streamline and tighten your manufacturing process, it really presents itself first to have the opportunities to focus your product development process. And for us, one of the things we like to focus on is speed to market at 101. And to do that, you need to have a clear process that's got some rigor to it and some discipline. And what we like to do is make sure there are clear owners at each stage of the development process. Um, When I was working for a large sportswear company out on the West Coast, um, we were trying to cut time from our calendars and put some discipline in. And what we learned is senior executives like to go back and rethink some of the decisions they made and adds delays to the uh, process. It causes supply chain then to be impacted and be behind. So what we came up with was a game to kind of get people involved. And we gave all the executives that were in decision-making uh, places uh, playing cards. They had three playing cards and they could play those at any time they wanted to go back to a decision and revisit it. And so we were trying to wean them off of that. And what really was kind of fun about it is you started to see senior executives walking around the halls joking with each other about, I still have all three of my cards, you only have two. So it was really a, a good way to get people involved and to draw attention to what we wanted, and it's a, uh, it makes you much more disciplined in the process. Greg, that's a great example of uh, how product development impacts the value chain. And Jeremy, I know you had some thoughts around supply chain. Do you want to share those? Yeah, a couple of topics I'll touch on from many, obviously, that we could talk to, sourcing and collaboration. 
Sourcing, which as we say, is shifting from an efficiency and cost focus to encompass joint profitability, product quality, delivery precision, sustainability, speed to market, and also, you know, exploiting off, near and onshore capabilities, blending global and regional supply. From a collaboration perspective, we've evolved from an internal and functional perspective to much more cross-functional, up and downstream the value chain, focused around service level, and collectively scenario planning to be prepared both proactively and reactively. I recall the phrase, fail to plan, plan to fail from years past, which is even more relevant in today's environment. Those areas you discussed get to the heart of building a resilient value chain. I also think about the footprint for a supply chain network, the combination of suppliers, manufacturing sites, and the distribution network. Traditionally, the thinking around the footprint centered around cost. And Jeremy, you had a great example earlier with materials from Taiwan supplying manufacturing in Turkey for customers in Europe. To build a truly resilient network, you need to look at the equal balance of efficiency, flexibility, and redundancy. Redundancy and regionalization of manufacturing capability for high-demand products. You also hear more and more about nearshoring that's gaining momentum as labor costs in Asia equalize with Latin America. And lastly, automation. It's gaining momentum as costs come down and machine learning capability accelerates. At 101 Solutions, we can partner with you to build a truly resilient value chain for your business with our unique approach. Our team has a combined experience of over 100 years in operations and supply chain. And with our LEAP approach, we can accelerate your potential. And now I'm going to ask Greg to start telling us about the LEAP approach. Yeah, we start with uh, listen. Listen is key to us. The first thing that we like to do is do what we call a health check. And it's for me where we just get to know you and know your company. And it's really key because that's how we understand what your culture is, what your goals are, and what you're trying to accomplish. But what we've really learned is that we often uncover a lot of the solutions you need and winning ideas that happen to already be in the organization. It's just making sure we unearth them and shine the light of day on them. So listening is the way we start. After we do listening, we do eliminate. And eliminate really is about focusing on the vital few, deselecting the activities and initiatives that are not critical. And this is clearly an area where most organizations struggle. Everything seems to be important. But if you can truly deselect to find the critical few that are important to delivering your business goals, that'll help free up the resources to put on those projects and accelerate the performance. And next, Greg will talk about how to accelerate the results. Yeah, and then the next thing that we do is we like to accelerate your potential, and we do that by using proven practices that we've all learned and experienced at big companies. And uh, we're able to do this because what we like to do is we come in and what we do is use our plus one approach. We want to make sure that we teach your people the methods that we have and they learn to do it so that they can do it when we leave. And we leave you behind so that you can perform at a high level. And finally, measuring the results, that all-important payback. Evaluate and deliver the benefits. Reinvest in the business. Drive. Improved return on capital employed. And then, as they say, rinse and repeat the virtuous circle. Thanks, Jeremy. I think that gives us a great explanation of the LEAP approach. Thanks, everyone, today for listening. We'd love to work with you to help your business accelerate your potential and build a robust and resilient value chain. If you'd like to learn more, you can find us at www.101sbc.com. Take care, everybody, and hopefully we'll talk to you more in the future.